You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Good morning. We are here on Real Presence Live. We are on location in the Mustard Seed Bookstore here in Rapid City. I am Karen Gibas along with Jacques Daniel. And we are on our last segment of today's Real Presence Live show. It has gone so quickly. It has gone quickly. I finished my coffee and and no donuts. Here we are. And no donuts. <laughs> well, and that's no okay because we only have one more segment left. We will survive. Yes, I'm excited. We have on the line with us Bishop Donald DeGroote, who is the shepherd of the Diocese of Sioux Falls. Bishop DeGroote, thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, you're welcome. Did you save the worst to the last? You did the keynote speakers first, and then you uh, you, you have a cleanup guy come in and try to try to bring 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 the rest in, bring the rest home. We no. saved the good wine for the end. We yeah. saved the good wine oh, for the end. Oh, good response. Good response. <laughs> New favorite person in Rapid City Diocese. <laughs> well, Bishop, uh-huh. Bishop, tell us how is it? How are things in Sioux Falls? Well, praise the Lord. The God's grace is good. Uh, so many wonderful, wonderful people here in the in the Dakotas, as uh, as you guys would know, and uh, very blessed to uh, be here. You know, it's been a challenging year, of course, so many levels, but uh, we've been really, really blessed in our diocese, and um, just yeah, really, really grateful for the grace. Just lots of grace, so lots to be grateful for. Well, Pope Francis threw uh, everybody a curveball, as he is uh, likely to do. Um, on December 8th of this year, he dedicated a year to St. Joseph. Did any, Did you see that coming? I know I didn't. I work for the diocese, but uh, I'm not a bishop. So did you see it coming, or did it come out of nowhere well, for you? Well, you never quite know what's going to come. So you, you just be ready for the, for, the, for, the, for the grace of the Spirit to move at any point. And uh, <laughs> so I'd, I'd have to say, you know, a certain, certain level of unexpectedness, but also a great sense of delight knowing that the focus would be on St. Joseph, such a great saint and such a great helper uh, to us in our journey. So uh, it, it's an exciting thing. It is exciting. And there's some connection from uh, St. Joseph to the Diocese of Sioux Falls, I hear. What's there the connection? There certainly is. Yeah. So our, our diocese is, uh, our patron saint is St. Joseph the Worker. And how fitting it is for uh, so many of us that come from the very uh, common, ordinary uh, workplace, if you will. Uh, many of us who grew up in the rural areas and, and other sorts of works, just the importance of St. Joseph the Worker and what a great advocate he is for us. So the diocese is named. Uh, he is the patron saint for our diocese. He's also the patron saint of our cathedral uh, in, in Sioux Falls here as well. So... We're blessed with any of our uh, institutions that have St. Joseph as their patron saint or connected in some way, even very personally. Oh, that's great. That is exciting. Um, I have a note that on December 12th, you did a consecration. You consecrated the Diocese of Sioux Falls to Our Lady of Guadalupe and St. Joseph as both our spiritual mother and father, what was what was going on in your mind when you decided to do this? <laughs> yeah, you know, what I find in my role as a bishop, uh, just been so, as I was mentioning earlier, the graces, um, 
what, what I find is when I pray on something, I listen to the hearts of the people of God, I watch God's providence unfolding, you know, in our diocese or in the world, um, usually there will come an inspiration, a sense of clarity, a sense of certitude that this is what I need to do. One of the things that prompted it was in part different, a few different lay people uh, were really said, you know, we really think we should uh, be praying in a very particular way. We should be calling upon St. Joseph, for example, was one of the ideas. So so beautiful to see how the hearts of the people, how God works within us, each of us who've been baptized and received God's love. Um, and when I listen to that, usually the Lord will, will direct me in that, in my prayer, and through the insights of others. So really what was happening was was becoming more and more clear to me the work of the evil one in our world, and even within our diocese, as the evil one works throughout the world, of course. But I really sensed very clearly that I needed to pray for deliverance from evil. Um, but as we know, uh, even from Scripture, that when evil is removed, you want to make sure you fill the house with good things, right? You don't want to leave that house, that house empty. So knowing that then to consecrate it that same day after the prayers of deliverance, to consecrate it in a very particular way to a spiritual mother and uh, our spiritual father, so our Blessed Mother Mary and, uh, and St. Joseph. So that's in a nutshell, that's what prompted it, and where the grace came so clear, and like, this is it, this is the day. And Our Lady of Guadalupe, tying it in, of course, with that day uh, as well. So uh, our Blessed Mother in Our Lady of Guadalupe is patroness of, of the Americas, and certainly uh, for us in our diocese, and in many parts of, uh, even in our country and other places, uh, we're blessed to have immigrants. And so... Uh, our Latinos, uh, whether they're from Mexico or other areas, uh, are a very important part of who we are. And so being able to have, a, if you will, an immigrant um, uh, patron saint uh, to help us, that's really the rationale. So when you were planning this consecration of your diocese to Our Lady Guadalupe and St. Joseph, this was probably before our Holy Father's announcement for the dedication of the year to St. Joseph, correct? That's correct, yep. So when you then got the news that Pope Francis had said this, this is the year of St. Joseph, did that just delight you and enhance this already, or confirm this decision that you had already prayed on to consecrate your diocese to St. Joseph? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, uh, it certainly did in a, in, a, in a very beautiful way. I mean, I, that's how God's uh, providence works, right? That. He, at times, will orchestrate things far beyond my knowledge, and yet he just aligns things up in the way that he knows best. And, yeah, so there, there certainly was, because it just provides a much broader awareness of St. Joseph, even beyond my, my role as a local bishop, that it's the universal church. Uh, and and our, uh, our vicar of Christ, uh, the Pope, uh, naming it for the, for the entire church, so the universal church. So, yeah, great delight. Yeah, I like the idea that this was something that was in the works before Pope Francis has inspired his flock to this devotion, that you had already had it put on your heart. Because I think St. Joseph is a powerful saint that, you know, he, he's invoked for so many things, patron of the, of the Holy Church, he, protector of the Holy Church, and he's um, protector of virgins and families and, like, terror of demons and all these things that we... There is not one person in the Catholic Church who could not find something to invoke St. Joseph's aid in, in their lives on a daily basis. And this idea of having him as your diocese's 
um, spiritual father consecrating your your flock to him, I think is such a beautiful testimony to your love for your flock in in itself. Yeah, and you know, I I, I have to, in all honestly, give give the glory to God because you know He places these things in my heart, um, and it really is. It's it's the love of God within my own heart, and it's expressed in the way that. I get a sense of clarity in prayer or this deep sense of insight from the Lord. Uh, So I really, you know, especially in this time where there's so many trials, so many crazy things going on in the world and in our country, and sometimes even within our our, our church, uh, just to be able to, okay, but we have St. Joseph. And what I love about him is he's so humble. He's an ordinary, very, very hidden saint in many ways. But it's in that humility and that authenticity and that littleness, but just responding to the grace of God, that he presents such a beautiful um, example for us and such a strong advocate because of his humility. So, St. Joseph, has he played a role in your life or maybe inspired you as a Catholic leader? The more that you get to know his story, his life, the more that you devote time to prayer, to his uh, aid? Yeah, I would say for me, it's uh, grown over time. So I recall as a kid in, uh, say, for example, Catholic schools or something would come up around St. Joseph. And so there would be certain uh, times of awareness, a certain maybe affection. Uh, But I found as a priest that often the parish I was assigned to, if there was a patron saint, that saint at that time would would often have a, a greater role in my life. And boy, did that come true when I was uh, appointed bishop and ordained here, that the life of St. Joseph took on a whole new role and a, a, just a deeper uh, affection and friendship with St. Joseph, and it has tied me so beautifully as well, uh, seeing examples of that within my own biological father, my dad, who died 17 years ago, uh, just the fatherhood, the beautiful fatherhood. Yeah, that's. I, like, I think it's um, important to recognize that St. Joseph in his fatherhood, while well, you, you said he was humble, but he was, he was firm in protecting mm-hmm. and he was firm in leading his family and being that solid example to take them where they needed to go. At the prompting of, of the angel, he trusted and he up and he went and he did the things that, that might, you know, as you ponder it as a father or as a, a, a priest or even as a mother in my case, that's a lot of trust that we can learn from, to just trust that God has it under control. If I hear a prompting from him, I should respond. Oh, boy, you said it so right on. And, you know, that was a whole new lesson for me as a, uh, when I, the call came to be a bishop, and I received that very particular grace when I went to the Adoration Chapel after the call came to me and just asked the Lord, what do you want? And he was very clear, I want you to say yes, and I'll give you everything you need. So the game-changer for me when it comes to trust is having the confidence of God and not just trying to muster up our own confidence or courage to follow the promptings of the Lord, like to witness to the faith in public or in relationships, family or others. Um, So it's really uh, the confidence that St. Joseph had and his courage that came because of the grace of God, and that's what we have to remember and ask St. Joseph, ask our Blessed Mother Mary, pray for us that we will have the confidence of God, the trust of God. Yeah, well, I, we need to take a break, but when we come back, there is so much more we could dive into and discuss. 
So we are talking to Bishop Donald DeGroote of the Sioux Falls Diocese about the year of St. Joseph and what it means for the Diocese of Sioux Falls and also what it means for us in our own personal spiritual journey to heaven. So stay tuned with us. We are going to be right back. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides affordable housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. If you have any questions, you can call 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. Uh, seven years ago, my wife and I and four of our kids, um, one, well, five of our kids, one was still inside uh, Mama at the time, we felt something was missing in our, in our faith life, in our, in our church where we were, and we went through a period of kind of being in the wilderness. Over that period of searching, God led us to, uh, to St. Mary's. And we began a journey of conversion, uh, went through RCIA here at the Cathedral Parish, and uh, there was no turning back once, once we went down that road. And, and I, I tell lots of people that what, if you are a devout Christian and you begin this process with an open mind to learn what the Catholic Church has to say about herself, uh, it will be hard to resist her. And, uh, and we found that to be the case, and we have been thrilled and exuberant Catholics ever since. The Mustard Seed Catholic Store is South Dakota's place to purchase Catholic books, gifts, and decor. With locations in Rapid City and Sioux Falls, we are here to provide you with gifts for the Catholic occasions in your life. From baptism to First Communion, confirmation to weddings, and ordinations, we pride ourselves in having local artists share their creative talents, making rosaries, crucifixes, artwork, coffee, and books. We are located in Rapid City on Main Street, in the new Diocesan Building, or in Sioux Falls on Grange Avenue across from Costco. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Good morning, and again, this is uh, Jacques, Daniel, and Karen from the uh, Mustard Seed. We're live here with Bishop Donald DeGroot from Sioux Falls, from the Diocese of Sioux Falls, talking about St. Joseph. And uh, one of the things that we ended in our, as you guys were, as we were wrapping up for the break that I wrote down has just been um, a conversation that I had uh, last week with a group of men who were jumping into the spiritual exercises and, and uh, learning how to pray the way Ignatius uh, invites us to pray is uh, just this awareness, attentiveness to the way that God is, uh, is speaking to us. And then, as you guys talked about, uh, St. Joseph is a great example of that. You know, the angel comes and he doesn't, um, he doesn't uh, have hesitate. to, he doesn't hesitate. He doesn't have to run it by uh, a bunch of people. You know, he hears the voice of the angel and then, and then he has the courage to act. And so, well, um, to me, that just shows what kind of man he was because Mary trusted. She didn't say, well, wait, we need to discuss this. You know, what a model in Mary as well to be 
you know, so trusting and loving of the decision that Joseph made, knowing that it was the best decision for their family. Exactly. So I, that just is a testimony to who he must have been. It's amazing. We have a great opportunity this year from December 8th to December 8th of 2021. Bishop, how, how do people celebrate this year? What are some ways that they can celebrate this year of St. Joseph? Yeah, you know, we, we live in a day and age that we're so blessed to have so many wonderful Catholic resources available. Uh, so, you know, certainly examples might be, uh, you know, the Vatican website, uh, a diocesan website, even our own, um, or other uh, Catholic bookstores that have books and resources, talks, uh, YouTube things on St. Joseph. We're so blessed uh, to have the, the, the level of uh, connectivity through communications, uh, various tools, and so one encouragement would be is to just encourage people to just explore, right? Explore resources. Uh, I was really blessed, uh, so kindly of a dear soul to purchase books for all of our, uh, all of our priests uh, well before all this, pretty early on, uh, the book from Father Calloway on uh, St. Joseph. And so uh, just inspired by that. Um, you know, there's beautiful ways and examples that there's books like that and other sorts of resources that... We can learn more about St. Joseph, and we can. there's even prayers in there. So, for example, the consecratory prayer that we use, or that I used when I consecrated the diocese, uh, was one out, of, one, out of them, uh, one of them out of Father Calloway's book. Um, so my point is there's beautiful resources uh, that are available, and then it's just studying those, learning those, searching those out, and then being very practical. What could that look like? Hey, if I have a family, what would that look like? If I'm a senior citizen, how could I build that into my life? Uh, we could have a little prayer card, you know, that has a prayer, and we put it uh, on the dining room table or wherever it might be, or before we go uh, someplace where we get up in the morning, and just, you know, recommitting ourselves in, in prayer and learning. And and also, my encouragement is just the personal relationship with St. Joseph, like our Blessed Mother. If we can just have a real uh, personal relationship and foster that personal relationship, oh, it, it's just amazing the help that the good saints can be uh, for us. And St. Joseph, of course, uh, being a principal one uh, to help us. It's amazing that um, looking at the the info that has come out from the Vatican, just seeing the the amazing indulgences and graces that that are connected to this year and, and the encouragement from the Holy Father on the ways to um, grow in our relationship with Jesus through... Mary and St. Joseph. I'm, I'm excited about the year. Yeah, I am too. You know, I think it's like so many things spiritually. There's so many opportunities. The Church has this treasure house of graces, you know, certainly through our Blessed Mother Mary in a very particular way as mediator of those graces. Uh, but the saints, and, and particularly saints that have had a particularly close connection to salvation history, like St. Joseph, right? His role was so incredibly critical uh, and, you know, protecting, for example, the family when they had to flee to Egypt after the uh, great inspiration that he received in the dream. Um, you know, just that, that humble openness and, and developing that friendship, that connectivity. Joseph, as we know, is a carpenter, right? So just a, a manual labor. Those of us who, who, who live that now or have that as part of our roots, we know how we can call upon St. Joseph when things get difficult or they're hard or... 
you know, he would have found that in his own life when things were difficult. So make of our friends. That's, that's, that's a, a wonderful way to celebrate this year. I like the idea that the, the church doesn't just have one way that we can invoke the aid of St. Joseph. There's so many, there's prayers, there's the memorari of St. Joseph, there's a chaplet of St. Joseph, there's a litany of St. Joseph. There is a prayer that fits your personality, fits your time frame, fits your needs out there to help you, you know, understand who St. Joseph was in each of these prayers and each of these um, devotions gives us an idea of the man that St. Joseph was while present here on earth, but also it still is today in heaven as he is, you know, invoking help for us before God. And I think what a beautiful gift that Mother Church has given us with this wide variety. It's not just one set and done. You have the ability to tweak it or to do what you can do. So there's no excuse in this year of St. Joseph to not add one small devotion to St. Joseph in your day or your week or your month. Yeah, I think of it as, as you're saying that, you know, if we had the attitude of, let's discover St. Joseph, right? So how can we discover the treasure house of help that he wants to give to us as a spiritual father to protect us, all the other titles that are associated with his name. Uh, but to really, to it's like seeking something out. If we take it on as a year of adventure, of discovering and experiencing deepening friendship with St. Joseph, and of course with St. Joseph, our Blessed Mother Mary, and through both of them, to God. So take it on as, a, as an adventure, a great opportunity to explore, to learn, and to develop deepening friendship and connection with God and great assistance from St. Joseph. Well, Bishop DeGrood, you have just um, a minute left. Are there any final thoughts or words of encouragement for someone out there listening right now who has not started a devotion to St. Joseph? Yeah, I think, you know, two things that come to me right off the top of my head. One is it's never too late. (laughs) So we could start today, right? Uh, The second thing is, I think, just just to to realize that St. Joseph had a very ordinary life, but at times very difficult life. And for any of us, especially, that may have trials in this year of 2021 in particular ways, uh, tragedies, difficulties, sufferings, losses, whatever it might be, uh, to just know you've got a brother in the Lord that wants to help, St. Joseph, the Father, the one who wants to help us on our journey to heaven. So just encouragement to, to seek the Lord through St. Joseph and uh, take it on as an adventure and enjoy the graces and the help that he wants to give us. I think it would be a very interesting experience to, to write down, if you haven't started already, a devotion to St. Joseph, just to write down your thoughts on the feelings of it, and then at the year, when the year of St. Joseph ends, write down again where, he is, where you've grown because of your devotion to St. Joseph. Yeah, I like that it. would be exciting. <laughs> yeah, just to see where the changes are, because sometimes we don't notice them in a day-to-day option, but when we go and we look back and we see after a whole year, wow, look where the impact has. I've become a better father. I've become a better mother. I've become a better priest. I've become mm. a, a better son, whatever it is, because of my devotion to St. Joseph. So that would, not to supersede your idea, idea no, Bishop, okay. but just to... <laughs> oh, supersede any time that the spirit moves. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, thank you so much, Bishop DeGroote, for being with us this morning. And uh, we appreciate you know your devotion to St. Joseph and your leadership uh, as a bishop in our area to encourage others in their devotion to St. Joseph as well. 
Uh, it's a gift. God bless you all. Thank you. Thank you, Bishop. Well, we are now headed up to Fargo to talk to Therese. Therese, you're going to give us a preview of tomorrow's show, I hope. Yep. So on the next Real Presence Live, that's on Friday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central. Heather Carroll and Chris Motes are your hosts. John Hansen will be on to talk about standing up for religious freedom. Then hear what's going on at the South Dakota, Minnesota, and North Dakota Catholic Conferences. All that and much more is coming up on the next Real Presence Live, and that's on Friday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central. Well, thank you, Therese. That sounds like a really great show. I mean, not as good as having Bishop DeGrood on, but, you know, a pretty good show. Or Annie Daniel. Or Annie Daniel. Or any of us, you know, some of us. Just carry a little bit more. My wife. Yeah, yeah, carry a little bit more appreciation than others. But it sounds like a great lineup. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Jacques, for taking your morning and helping us here on Real Presence Radio with our Real Presence Live show today on Thursday. Hopefully, you've been blessed. Yeah. Thanks again for having me. I'm, I enjoy being on the radio and uh, getting to talk to you and some amazing guests today. It's not every day you get to talk to Bishop DeGrood. It is not every day. That is true. So that that is an honor and, and always a pleasure whenever I've got the opportunity and the blessing to speak to him. So, Well, we will be um, back in Rapid City again later in the month, but um, hopefully in the meantime, everyone has, you know, their their prayer life solid in their, their corner. They've got Jesus, you know, St. Joseph and Blessed Virgin Mary in their daily activities and keeping them in mind. I think that's a, a theme that has been through today's show. Exactly. And just the amazing, the midst of craziness, uh, the amazing resources in the Diocese of Rapid City and Sioux Falls and in your listeners' area. Yes. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening today. Have a blessed day. And remember to always turn your eyes towards Christ. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.